0: Thank you for choosing to listen to the Emmaus Radio Ministry Podcast. Each of these messages were given by various faculty, staff, and friends of Emmaus Bible College. To view each series as a whole or for more information about similar Emmaus ministries, please visit concerninghim.com. If there is one symbol above all that is a symbol of Christianity, it is a cross. Everyone identifies the cross with Christianity. Some Christians wear the symbol of the cross, either in jewelry or as other marks. And it is rightly so because the the savior that the world comes to find through the message of the gospel is the one who gave his life for humanity on the cross. The cross itself is not all that glorious an instrument. It is really an instrument of torture. It is an instrument of execution It is similar to the gallows. The Romans used the cross to nail criminals to them, to it, uh, in the process of executing them. The, the, The being nailed to the cross itself, the procedure of crucifixion itself eventually led to death through asphyxiation. Christ was crucified because it is the Romans who put him to death. They did it at the behest of the existing Jewish authorities, but they killed him. And this death, in turn, turned to be our life, because Christ's death was vicarious or substitutionary. He died not for himself, but for the sake of sinners like us. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God, and all are guilty and worthy of divine judgment. Christ, the Son of God, became like us to take away our sin and our guilt. So the cross is a symbol of Christ having given his life for us. It is a symbol of his death. The story of Christianity doesn't end there because what gave rise to Christianity is the fact that Jesus triumphed over death and came back from the dead fully alive and glorified and thereafter proceeded to heaven where he now is and will one day come again. The cross of Christ is a symbol not only of Jesus' death, according to the Apostle Paul, It is also ought to be a symbol of the Christian's death. Because, as the Apostle Paul would state it, when Jesus died, I died. Earlier in Galatians, in chapter 2, he had stated, I have been crucified with Christ. When Christ died, when he was crucified, I, the sinner for whose sake he died, was also crucified with him. For him, this crucifixion with Christ, death with Christ, is a central truth of the Bible, something that every Christian should understand and appreciate. And, make part of their own identity. When we come to Galatians chapter 5, as he concludes a section about the conflict between the flesh and the spirit, and how the Christian should live out the life that is imparted by the Spirit. And those who practice the works of the flesh do not inherit the kingdom of God. But the, the fruit of the Spirit really consists of a different set of manifestations altogether in place of immorality, sensuality, idolatry, jealousy, rivalry, division, envy, etc. We have love, joy, peace, patience, gentleness, etc. Against which things there is no law. Now in Galatians 5.24 then he continues with, And those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live by the Spirit, let us also keep in step with the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking one another, envying one another. Those who belong to Messiah Jesus have died with Him and have risen again with Him. If I have died with Christ, then the Apostle The Spirit of God, through Paul, is telling us, if we have died with Christ, then we have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. The sin with all of the sinful, unhealthy, destructive, ungodly tendencies that it provokes within me, that should have been crucified with Christ. I should see the death of the sin in me with the death of Christ. He died, and here is a symbol in Christian baptism. Christian baptism is our, is the believer's identification with Christ. When they are submerged under the water, they have been buried with him, having died with him. When they emerge out of the water of baptism, it is emergence to a new life. So this whole total identification with Jesus Christ is symbolized In Christian baptism, you have died with him, have been buried with him, have been raised with him. And it is not only in symbol, but also in reality, this identification needs to happen. And this is where often Christian life falls far short. We are happy with the theology. We are happy with our position in Christ. We are happy with being reckoned Righteous in Christ, we are happy with our sins having been imputed to Christ. We are happy with his righteousness have been, having been put to our account. We are not terribly happy for the flesh to die. But that is necessary to live out the new life that we have in the Lord Jesus. Those who belong to Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. So the Apostle Paul we we'll talk about putting to death our earthly members. We should set our mind not on earthly things. It has to do with the focus of the mind. We have died. If, if you are a Christian, those who belong to Christ have died with him. So the sin and its operation should not be a lively, ongoing thing in the life of a Christian but here's human responsibility a believer's responsibility that the christ the cross on which christ died i must also view as a place where i the sinner died i need to put to death the impulses of sin which is in me and we have considered this before and pointed out that it is possible because of the holy spirit who has been given to us however it takes my will It takes my yielding. I should yield myself to God's truth and to God's will and to the power of God's Spirit by purposing to live out the new life. And sometimes this is a very complicated thing. Very often, we do not realize where... Temptation and the suggestions for sin begin in our life. We only see it at the conclusion. We don't see it at the start. The start is actually in our mind. The start often is really the way we go about living at the beginning of the day. The start is actually how I view myself as I face each day. The start has to do with a self-awareness where I see myself as a new creature in Christ, someone whose identity is now all tied up with the heavenly kingdom and with the living and true God, someone who is now a child of God, someone who belongs to the Lord Jesus who is his or her Savior, someone who died as a sinner when Jesus died on the cross. If I view myself this way, with the empowerment of the Holy Spirit, then I have crucified myself with Jesus. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. They ought to, if it is not their practice and experience. The cross is the symbol of not only the Lord's death, but also of our death. I must see myself as having died in regard to sin when Jesus died. I must strive every day to make this the reality of my living that day. I must identify sinful principles, sinful impulses, inclinations as being bad and wrong and quash them, kill them, put them to death and yield myself to do what is pleasing to God. This takes real tangible forms. When envy, dissension, rivalry come up, I must examine myself, discern that these things are wrong, and and bring myself to God to think rightly about my relationship with other people. When I feel insecure about life, I should make myself set my mind on the promises and the assurance and the guarantees of God. When I am tempted to cheat, I should refrain myself and bear the cost of being honest and truthful. When I am tempted to that which is corrosive to the soul and of things of lust and an evil desire, whether it is in the area of sex or if it is in the area of wealth, I must resist and focus on the truth concerning myself to value my relationships rightly To appreciate and maintain standards of holiness before God. Not to pretend to be holy before people, but to be holy before God. Because that is what I am. I am now, in Christ, a child of God. God has become my Father. My associations have all changed. My destiny has changed. My relationships have changed. My hope is to be with God forever. I belong to the family of God. The family of God is not my earthly association. It also includes my heavenly association. As the Apostle John in 1 John would say, our fellowship is with God the Father and with the Son. We have things we share in with the Creator who graciously has shared His life with us. So he goes on to say, if we live by the Spirit, this is how we should walk. We should keep in step with the Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the empowering, enlivening factor, dynamic principle in our life. If he has made me alive from sin and the the work of Christ has brought me out of judgment and death, I want to walk the new life. This is the way to live. I am alive by God's Spirit. The seal of the Spirit marks me as an heir of God, one who belongs to God, one who is a recipient of the promises of God. And therefore, I should walk this way. Every Christian, if every Christian is to think of himself or herself as a Christian, as a child of God, half the problems in the world could disappear considering how many of us who claim to be Christians are there. To yield ourselves to truth and to live in the light of it. This is the Christian calling. So in verse 26 of Galatians 5, Paul says, Let us not become conceited, provoking one another, envying one another. Provocation, envy, rivalry, strife These are all the works of the flesh Christians ought to humbly consider one another And yield one another by upholding the truth With a common desire to please our Lord Self-interest goes away The Lordship of Christ becomes preeminent And this ought to be the case in our individual life It ought to be the case in our collective life Christians, individually and collectively should put aside self-interest and seek to acknowledge the Lordship of Christ who loved us and gave himself for us in all of our choices and decisions and actions of life. To uphold him, to lift him up, to uphold his truth and his honor and to express gratitude for his grace to us is simply part and parcel of acknowledging the truth that we have recognized in coming to Christ, to live for him and put to death the works of the flesh, to see the cross as the instrument not only of his death, but our death to sin. This is our calling in the Lord Jesus. Thank you for listening to the Emmaus Radio Ministry Podcast. This ministry is possible because of the generous contributions from our partners around the world. For more information about partnering with us, please visit emmaus.edu slash partner.